Hello, this is Matt with Damaged Goods on Little Raleigh Radio, and I'm here at MotorCo in Durham, North Carolina, and I'm here with a band called Savoy Motel, and I was wondering if you guys can introduce yourselves. Hey, my name is Mimi Galbiers, and I play the guitar. My name is Jeffrey Novak, and I play the bass. My name is Jessica McFarlane, and I play the drums. My name is Dylan Watson, I play guitar. How long have you guys been a band for? About a year. Two years. Two years. Two years. Well, yeah. We yeah. We started May 2014. So yeah. Now it's it really is two years. And how did everyone in the band first meet each other? Over a long period of time, we've all known each other really long time. I I personally met everybody separately. Uh, I met Mimi first like a decade ago, and then I think I, I met Jessica before I met Dylan. I met Jessica when she was living at Snack Palace. Or I, maybe we kind of at least crossed paths before in Paris. I went to a show. His, um, Jeffrey used to be in a one-man band, and he played in Paris when I was about 16, and I went to the show, but I, I didn't meet him there. Yeah. Paris, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a Paris, Tennessee? Yeah, that's where she grew up, and I played there one time. So we crossed paths before I met either of them, but then he's from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and... I met him when his old band, Kindergarten Circus, played with my old band, Cheap Time. How long ago was that? That was... 2009? Yeah. 2009. 2009? Yeah. You guys put out a single so far? Yeah, it's... We put out a promo version that we mailed to, like, writers and different people to try to get publicity, to try to find someone to put out one of our albums. But we just repressed it as a regular uh, commercial single, but it's being delayed by the pressing plant right now. So it was supposed to be out last month, and we don't have it still. So we're hoping it's going to be out next month in time for our uh, tour. The, the record store day really backed up the pressing plant in Nashville, and it, it we can't get it through. It's, it's something that should only take a week or two, and it's taken six months. I heard that they're exclusively printing only Sony releases. That's a rumor, yeah. They, it, a lot of times that can happen with like the big major label stuff will get um, pushed over, you know, tiny stuff like our label, official memorabilia. It's got like zero clout. But uh, Jessica used to work at the plant, so I was hoping she could go down there with like, you know, Yosemite Sam, like guns shooting, <laughs> like, uh, just like, press my record, you know. But no, I brought that up and apparently it's not. It's not going to work. Is that why you got a job there, so you could be an inside source? <laughs> no, I got a job there because it was down the street from my house and I could ride my bicycle there. <laughs> it's one of the worst jobs I've ever had. Was it really? Mm-hmm. A lot of former convicts. It's a, no, it's not the, it wasn't the convicts that bothered me. It sucked because you're working in a factory. There's plastic fumes everywhere. You're in there for like nine hours looking at records to make sure they don't have scratches on them. And then if they do, then you have to be like, okay, we have to pull this one and restart it all over again, you know? It's just mundane. Awful job. It's not a bunch of cool kids sitting around arguing over the best Velvet Underground album. Absolutely not. <laughs> we did re- we did a pressing of that Velvet Underground box set that came out when I was working there, and we redid it four times because it kept getting messed up. So not not very exciting. Right. <laughs> 
What are some of the best bands coming out of the Nashville area? Teddy and the Rough Riders, I think they're the best band in Nashville. They don't have a record out. They've been a band over a year, and they play regularly, but... They uh, they played together for a long time. They lived together and like kind of very old friends. Yeah, old, old friends played together and had had fun with it before they played a show for a couple years. But they've they've only been playing shows for about a year now. Yeah, they kind of got like an early Flaming Groovies, uh, Grateful Dead, even like Flying Burrito Brothers, like really great mixture. Really great pedal steel player, Luke Schneider. Like, it, I think they're the most promising band in Nashville right now. Like, I can't think of another band as promising as them. That, whereas to me, it's surprising they ha like more hasn't happened for them quicker with how like country tinged their their sound is in Music City, USA. Um, you guys are on tour with the Black Lips right now. Yeah, we're doing it was like four dates with Chicago. If you can oh yeah, that Chicago. That was, yeah. Sure. It, um, <laughs> Yeah, it all qualifies as the same tour somehow. Even though there was a gap of like over a week in between our last show with them, they went up to, to Canada. But yeah, old friends of mine, I've yeah, known those guys since I was like a teenager. Like, uh, I was just telling some people, like, the only other band I'd ever played bass in was the Black Lips when they went to Canada. And their bassist, Jared, couldn't, has, he, has, he still has trouble getting into Canada. From something he did as a teenager or something. Wow. So like, I, I their drummer Joe taught me the songs right before the two shows. And uh, how did that go over? It it went surprisingly well. The, like it, their vibe of like they were just so yeah you're gonna do this. Like they made me believe in it more than anything else. Like they were just so cool and it was so cool to be in the band for two nights. But does it mean one of them's gonna fill in for you guys one day? Probably yeah. It, uh, I could I could totally see that. Yeah, Jared will will replace me. For, <laughs> some uh, Mexico dates. Do you guys have a title for your album? Self-titled, Savoy Motel. And what label is it going to be on? What's Your Rupture, New York label. It, um, how did you get hooked up with them? The guy who runs that label, Kevin, he's our biggest fan. He likes us more than anybody else and he was the first and only person to really contact us and really want to make it happen, it, yeah, he's a really nice, cool, enthusiastic guy, and his dad's label seems cool. I and mean, he's—he's—it's his—he's the only one who it's like who runs it. It's the label is him essentially. And you guys came out with a music video recently. It's called Hot One. It, directed by Dylan Carver. We have another video that is done in the can, but we're waiting for our single to release it for the, the B-side of the single, Souvenir Shop Rock, and that could be out in a week or two, depending on the label wants to hold off until the single comes out. So we're at the mercy of the pressing plant for, we have every, all these things in the can, but everything's just waiting. Is, is this one gonna be your stairway to heaven? The song? No. <laughs> No, we haven't written our stairway yet. That's gonna be has to be on our fourth album. Oh right. <laughs> um, but also, there's a rule that your fourth album should be double live. It's like a Kiss principle. Right. It's also known as the the Fog Hat principle. Right. But the I'd rather have a stairway to heaven than a double live album. Maybe like we all agree, like Zoso is about as good as it gets. Like, oh yeah. We get Zoso fever sometimes, where nothing does it like Zoso. Are you guys really into Thin Lizzy as well? 
I'm personally not. I, I've never heard a Thin Lizzy album I liked. Uh, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Though. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I can't get enough. Mimi and I are into Thin Lizzy. Yeah, they're, 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 I, like, I like Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Jeffrey's on his own on that one. Yeah. Oh, the, the album Jailbreak? It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Undeniable. Oh, yeah. And so do you guys ever... Speaking of Thin Lizzy and Led Zeppelin, do you guys ever do cover songs? Uh, Doors cover. We haven't played it in a while. We uh, we do uh, Summer's Almost Gone by the oh, Doors. Nice. Good one, yeah. Yeah. That's an unexpected Doors cover. That's good, though. I guess so. I always thought it was not that great of a, a song. Or it, 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 it could be changed in an interesting way, so I think that's why we did it. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's a cool song to do. Hopefully, we'll play it again soon. We haven't played it in a while. It's, we do it a lot slower than the original. Have you guys seen any Savoy Motel tattoos yet? No. No? Not yet. How would you feel if you saw one of those? I think I'd be touched. You know, I would. How can you knock somebody for wanting to get a tattoo or being that big of a fan? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably want to take a photo of it. Heavy <laughs> cream or cheap time? Have any tattoos? I never saw. Yeah. Yeah, I have my own. Jessica tattooed the name of our album, uh, Heavy Cream Danny, and it's on my ass. But it looks good. It looks great. So you, you guys have all been in other bands? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jessica, Jessica and Dylan, me, Jessica, and Dylan, were in a band called Heavy Cream. And then Jeffrey and Jessica were in a band called Cheap Time. What's that song? Do the Watuzi? Yes. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. I played that on my show. Oh, yeah. I had a band Dwatusi uh, in Nashville as well. Uh, Dwatusi. What are the future plans for Savoy Motel? We want to put records out and go on tour. Yeah, pretty basic. Yeah, do what bands do. Tour as much as possible, and yeah, make several more albums and try to make each one better. So the fourth one can be like Zoso, like that sort of level of eight song perfection and have like a stairway sort of track on there. So will there be Savoy Motel uh, blacklight posters in every dorm room one day? Yeah, we're actually getting blacklight posters made really soon. Oh, you are? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. we, look, we looked into it and it, 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 maybe by the fall we'll have them, if not by the end of the summer. Do you have other merch as well? All we have right now are t-shirts. I just put in an order to get some new t-shirts made because we're touring in June, but we have our you know classic in-concert tee with our manager's logo on the back, who's uh, Steven Snakeman Sutton. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like a professional wrestler. You know, that's what I told him. I was like, that's not, like, it rolls off the tongue like that. He doesn't really like... Jake the Snake. He doesn't like the name that much, he, but like now he's, he's starting... He's, he's in like the underground southern rap world, and he's doing some reissues of releases that he wants to use the name for that he texted me about today. So I'm happy that, yeah, we made a uh, logo for him or whatever, and uh, now he seems to come around on it. He, was, he just likes to be difficult. He's an only child, so like <laughs> he'll find any way to just, like, people being friends with him, making it difficult. Do you think he could write a song about him, maybe? I already did. There's a music video for it. It's called Here Comes Snake Man. It's oh, okay. se several, several years old. Now, which band is this? This was a solo record I did 
2008 or something, 2009. But yeah, it's an entertaining video. And is that available on YouTube and all it's, that? It's, yeah, it's on YouTube. And what label was that on? In the Red Records. Oh, in the Red, okay, great. Yeah. You think you could ever do like a super group, like Cheap Motel? There was, yeah, this is already, like, in Nashville, people considered the band a super group, for sure. Like, the local press did, that got mentioned a lot. Ryan, Ryan from Cheap Time, the drummer on Cheap Time, plays drums on a couple songs on yeah, the Yeah, uh, like, Ryan Jennings from Teddy and the Rough Riders plays sax on a couple songs on our oh, album, nice. and then Ryan Sweeney, who's the drummer in Cheap Time, he plays drums on a, on a couple tracks on our uh, album as well. He has a really great style. But yeah, so it, maybe it's super groupy enough already. Yeah. Try to think like who else. It's kind of like what, Traffic, is that the band from the 70s that was a super group? And are the Yardbirds? Blind Faith were the super group, but Steve Winwood from Traffic and Blind Faith does live in Nashville, so maybe oh, he'll, he he'll, sit, he'll sit in with the band later on. Uh, we got that jammy feel right. that he's looking for. I think he lives in Franklin. You gotta do a version of Higher Love by Steve Winwood. Yeah, I'm not a big, as big of a fan of the later solo <laughs> Steve Winwood tracks. I like, you know, I love Traffic. First, yeah. first two Traffic albums. Or like Snake Man always says, like if you want to turn the girls on, his uncle taught him always put on John Barleycorn Must Die, the third Traffic album. Like always turns the girls on. I don't think so. I think it's a real turn off. But it could be like a sticker on the album, you know, like when it says like best album of the year. It could be like a, a quote from you about John Barleycorn. Yeah. <laughs> John Barleycorn is available at every record store in the country. They're using multiple copies of that album. Well, see, I, I'd seen one of uh, Kid Rock's latest albums, and it said that, because you know how the albums will have a quote from Spin Magazine yeah. or something like that? But the quote on his album was a quote from himself <laughs> that said, not my best record, but pretty damn good. <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe you could self-rate your own album. And Kid Rock lives in Nashville as well. Have you had any run-ins with him? Devil's Night, he was at the same party as us. We went to uh, the Devil's Night party at Third Man, and he was partying there. How, did uh, you interact with him at all? I didn't. I was like, I was pretty starstruck. Like a lot of us, it was just so cool to see him at the event we were at, and him just like straight chilling. And there was a. A guy we know who was dressed as Kid Rock and seeing the two of them together. Kid Rock was really tall, especially compared to fake Kid Rock that night. Were they hanging out together? They were talking their photo of that taken <laughs> together. He, he seemed really cool. Uh, he, watched for, the, he watched the uh, whole Wolf Eyes set. Did he? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, he seemed like he, you know, he showed up to be down. Like he, was, okay. he came to he came to party like and be cool. Like, but he he seems like a cool guy. Does that mean there might be a fake Savoy motel running around one day? You know, oh, like Halloween costumes? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we're banking on some people being dressed up as us for Halloween this year. Will you have costumes available on your website? That would be amazing. I, I, I haven't seen a band do that, of like old-style Halloween costumes with like a um, mask, of like the Mimi mask. Yeah. <laughs> that like doesn't look that much like a, it's like a super generic... Uh, ultra generic mask and like uh, like paper plastic outfit that like will uh, acid rain will just like evaporate off your body. Well, it, it makes me think of Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. They were apparently hanging out, uh, having dinner on Halloween by coincidence, and they walked outside, and a bunch of people said, um, "Hey, look at those old guys dressed like Bill and Ted." They, I just, oh, no <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that really happened. Oh. I just watched. It might happen to you guys one day. 
<laughs> in like 20 years, you know. They just collaborated on a new documentary uh, about the uh, Dread Pirate Roberts. The uh, Yeah, I saw that. And pretty great. Keanu narrated it. And, yeah, yeah, it's pretty uh, great. Alex Winter directed it. All Alex Winter's new documentaries are really good. The, is he uh, downloaded? Yeah, downloaded. It was fantastic. Yeah. Like, that just took me back to being in high school. And, oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. But yeah, Alex Winter, pretty right. He did this Butthole Surfers movie years ago, and he had that, that movie Freaks. Yeah. Freak, yeah, with Randy Quaid. It's great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Well, speaking of Napster and downloading, I know Danzig from The Misfits. If someone asked him to autograph a bootleg, he will not autograph it. So if someone had a Savoy Motel bootleg, would you um, autograph it? Yeah, yeah I, would, I would autograph a piece of trash if they yeah. wanted <laughs> Autograph anything. Autograph records I didn't play on. I, yeah, it doesn't matter. And I, I'd say we encourage bootleggers. It'd be nice to have more bootlegs than real releases at some point in, in, a, in a perfect world. I, I like bootlegs. Oh, yeah. Where can people go online if they want to hear your music? Right now, YouTube, but Hot One is on iTunes, and it's on Spotify, and I guess other sort of streaming things that would pop up on, and the, the rest of the album will be up, I guess, in August or sometime. It, um, but it, it's all in the label's hands now uh, with everything. Well, thanks for talking to us today on Damaged Goods. You guys played a fantastic show. Thank you. Thank you very much. See you. See you next time.